From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Top of the morning to you. Welcome to Tuesday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports as we get you rocking and rolling on this Tuesday morning. Boy, it is nippy out this morning. Uh, that wind will cut right through you. Uh, let's go around the horn and check in. Ward, good morning. How are we? Outstanding. Ryan, how you doing today? Doing well. How are good. you, Tom? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. It's a little chilly. What, 44, something like that, and a north wind at about 80? I mean, it's, <laughs> well, maybe not 80, but, you know, it's it's windy. It's cold. I know that. So, anyway, we welcome you to the program. lot to do today. lot to get to and a lot of it not very good. Let's just be honest. Uh, the the incident in uh, on the on the Virginia campus late Sunday night. Uh, the, what what a tragedy there! And and now that uh, that campus and that community has to deal with that. You you had a former walk on uh, on a field trip to Washington D.C. when they returned to campus. Uh, allegedly shot and killed three three uh, uh, Virginia football players, injured two other students, uh, and they are hospitalized. And the, he is in custody. And the uh, former player is Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. And uh, he is the lone gunman who killed the three members of the Cavaliers football team, injured two other uh, two other students, and I think one of them may have been a, a football player as well. And, uh, and and so now they are left to deal with that. And in you know everybody everybody has to deal with those type of things their own way. You 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 process and you grieve your own way. And what I don't know that and Ryan I don't know the if there is a right answer. I know that every time something a horrific event occurs, how do you deal with it? I mean, does Virginia play football on Saturday? I mean, or do you honor them by not playing? Do you honor them by playing? I mean, it, it, there's, it's, it's a just, difficult choice. It is a v- unbelievably difficult choice. I know they did not play basketball last night. I think they were scheduled to play basketball last night, Northern Iowa or something like that. Now, ironically, uh, they are scheduled. Virginia's basketball team is scheduled to go to Las Vegas and play on Friday afternoon against Baylor in, in a basketball tournament in Las Vegas. But do they play football on Saturday? Uh, yeah. And, and again, I don't know that there's a right or a wrong answer when it when it comes to this because again, processing, grieving, all all of that is a very personal, a very personal. Uh, situation. So I don't know that they have a right or a wrong answer here. Uh, you know they get they've got to figure out what's best for them and their community. So we'll see. Right now, I I don't you know I think processing all this right now is is where they're at right now. 
So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you make that decision, and it's not only for the team, and I'm sure part of it will be, you know, what the team they'll have meetings and and figure out what their feelings are on it, but it's also the student body's feelings. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you've got to, there's a lot to take into consideration, so it. I, I don't know, and, and and I don't. I'm like you. I don't think there's a right or a wrong answer to it. No, I clearly, absolutely not, absolutely not. I mean, I mean it's a personal, personal decision. It's very tough to make. Yeah, and, and trying to figure this out and trying to understand it, and, and you know what? You're probably never going to understand it. You're just not. How do you understand a person shooting five people? People that he obviously knows. I mean, how, how do you how do you understand that? You, you don't. I don't. I don't think you can say, okay, here's what happened, and this is why it happened. You know, and, and we all want that. We all want to understand why stuff happens, and sometimes there is no understanding it. It's just just a sad deal. Uh, so uh, we keep them them being the University of Virginia in that in that community we keep them in our thoughts and in our prayers and really the whole community of, of Charlottesville uh it's just just a tragic situation let's see what else is going on today uh from the UIL I don't know if you saw this but there is a uh, press release from the University Interscholastic League a couple of things took place Marlin uh, Independent School District uh, uh superintendent Dr. Daryl Henson was issued two years suspension from the sideline, from uh, sideline access and game administrator duties at uh, Marlin ISD sporting events, two and two years of probation and a public reprimand, reprimand uh, according to uh, uh, a Section fifty one A Article three violation, I believe. So I- anyway, I think the the bottom line is that he went out onto the football field during a a Marlin Crawford football game and. That caused him the two years. So uh, Dr. Henson was issued two-year suspension from sideline access and uh, admin duties. Uh, Harker Heights basketball coach uh, Bobbitt, Coach Bobbitt, was issued a one-year suspension, three years of probation, and a public reprimand as well uh, for uh, school practice and game restrictions. Uh, The clean Harker Heights boys basketball program was issued a three-year probation and public reprimand for the same violation. So there you go. There were several hearings and things that took place with the UIL uh, on Monday, but uh, those two things come out involving local Central Texas folks. So, uh, And that's from the UIL State Executive Committee uh, who met on Monday. Well, uh, let's see. What else is going on? Ha- oh, by the way, the Philadelphia Eagles are no, long, no longer undefeated. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Did you watch much of the game? Yeah, I watched it all. I figured you did. Was was it just Washington played better that particular night? Uh, yeah, more than anything else. I mean, Washington played well, and then you had you know you had some blunders at the end of the ball game uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles that that you know kind of pushed them over the edge and let them let them win that football game last night. And I know it. Look, you never want to lose. You never ever want to lose ever want to lose mm-hmm. 
But if you happen to lose, A, you can learn from it, and B, it can kind of clean the slate. Now, there's no more talk of that perfect season. And it's probably internally a relief to the Eagles that that conversation piece, because if they would have went into the playoffs undefeated, that's all anybody would ever talk about was Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Well, sure. So now that piece is off the table. They still got a, what, a one-game lead over the Giants and a two-game lead over the Cowboys? Mm -hmm. So it's not the end of the world for the Philadelphia Eagles, I guess is my point. No, it's not. But, I mean, did Washington show you a blueprint of how to beat the Eagles? Maybe. Controlling or, the clock for 40 minutes of the ballgame? Yeah, maybe. Or, or, you know, and here's the other thing. And we talk about this all the time. There, it, was it a combination of Washington played very good football in Philadelphia? Not so much. Was it all about Washington? Was it all about Philadelphia just stinking up the joint? I mean, you watch the game. You tell me. I didn't get to see the game last night, mm-hmm. but you know, sometimes in the course of a long season, you're not at your best. You know, we talk about it all the time. You cannot get up and have that emotional high every single week. Sometimes it's got to be about just being a better football team. And maybe last night they weren't. I mean, if one turns into two, now you better pay attention, but just because they lost a game in the course of 17, just like everybody else has in this league, do you worry about it? No, I don't think so. I don't think you... If they come back next week and just go to town and do their thing... They're fine. Absolutely. Now, if they go out and get beat by 15 next week, then you know, then you go, hang on a second. But I don't know. I mean, just... I just think it was just... For right now, I'm going to say the Eagles had a bump in the road and a hiccup, if you will, however you want to describe it, in the course of their season. I will tell you this. When you play in the NFC East, you better be ready to go or you're going to get beat. Everybody in that in that division ward is 500 or better. Mm-hmm. Everybody. And there are some divisions that none of them are 500 or better. But in the NFC East, everybody from Washington up to Philadelphia is 500 or better. The, the, the uh, commanders started, you know what I started to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's hard. Sorry. Washington is 5-5, five and five, I think. And yeah. everybody else is, is, you know, then you go Cowboys, Giants, and Philadelphia, all above 500. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now, wouldn't they all be in the playoffs? I don't think Washington. No, that's right. You get you get what? Well, there is how many? How many? No, no, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. But I mean, they'd be right in the conversation. They would be right in the conversation uh, for for the playoffs. Because look, you go look at you go look at any of the other divisions, and you got one, maybe two teams. And remember, the the first place team is going to win the division. Mm-hmm. But is anybody else really a playoff caliber football team? You know, in that Tampa division in the South, it's Tampa, and that's it, right? I mean, there's there's nobody else really there uh, to talk about. 
In the Central, you got the Vikings at 8-1. and one. Everybody else is a sub-500 team. In the South, you got Tampa at 5-5, five and five, and everybody else is a sub-500 team. In the West, you got Seattle in first. San Francisco is one game above 500. But in the East, everybody, you know, the, everybody's at 500 or better. It's just a better division. It's just a much better division. So, anyway, Eagles lose last night to Washington. And, uh, you know, like I said, they'll move on. All right, it is a 7-12. Here's what, huh? When you turn the ball over four times, I don't care who you're playing, you're you're not going to win many football games, especially in the NFL. And that's not and that's their MO. They, and that, well, they came into the game plus 15 in yeah. turnover margin. Yeah. So that's absolutely not how they've got to where they were at undefeated going into that game. And, you know, you put the ball on the carpet three times and you throw an interception, it's going to get you beat in the NFL. It's such an interesting dynamic when you start talking about, you know, how you go about this process. Uh, were they ready to play last night? Probably not. As you mentioned, they turned it over four times. But – I'll bet they take that loss and go. Anytime you think you're not ready to go, just watch that film. Just put the you know put that video on, and you know so you, you better get yourself ready. So you know they'll use that to their advantage in all likelihood, and they'll get ready to go. Who do they have next week? And they are at Indianapolis. Well, you don't want to play the fight in Saturdays <laughs> on Sunday. Or any other day, for that matter. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. All right. It is 7-13. Coming up in a few minutes. uh, Shehan J. Raj at the bottom of the hour. We'll talk some college football. And uh, a little later on today, we'll we'll visit with Kent Lasseter, the uh, head coach of the University Trojans. Great story. Again, we we documented it a couple of weeks ago. I think it's worth uh, revisiting today. And and we'll do that later. in our eight o'clock hour, and uh, we got a whole lot of other stuff for you here this morning. It uh, it's seven fourteen, and oh by the way, we're going to get to basketball, but I want to uh, a little later on this morning. But just a quick word about Scott Drew. They won last night. That's his four hundredth win. When you stop and think about this program, where it was when he got here, and where it is today, it is one of the most remarkable turns. In all of sport. I didn't say basketball. All of sport. It is. I mean, this was a program that had issues on and off the field, on and off the court, rather. They had, you know, they they didn't have a roster that was going to make them competitive. Uh, they didn't have players that wanted to come here, quite frankly. They were going through some off-the-court things. They had the NCAA issues. It was a mess. Baylor basketball was a mess when Scott Drew arrived. And, you know, there was there was a lot, a lot of folks wondered why he came here. Why did you take this job? But he did. And he built it. And he built it. And he built it. And now... Look at the way this program is going, and look at his look at his coaching tree, and, and, and look how that's expanded over the years, and what guys are doing. It's pretty darn remarkable. Congratulations to Coach Drew on on win four hundred last night, beat Northern Colorado. So we'll we'll talk about it a little later on in the program, and and go over that, and 
Baylor women are in action as well tonight. But I think how cool is it, Ward, for for Scott to get to 400? And I'm talking about you want to talk about roll up your sleeves and go to work. That's exactly what he and that staff did. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. Yeah, there's no doubt. Pretty impressive. All right, 716, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports. If you miss anything today, SyntexSportsFan.com will have all of the uh, all the podcasts up. John Morris, Matt Mosley. They were over at uh, Richard Carr yesterday for the uh, for the Toys for Tots campaign. So that uh, they kept, that program got kicked off, so we're off and running with that. You uh, take by a, a new unwrapped toy to Richard Carr and help out uh, help out the less fortunate. So uh, that'll be going on for a while. So why don't you do that whenever you have five minutes? Just spin by and drop off that new unwrapped toy. Next time you're out and about, just grab it, throw it in the back seat. Then when you're in the neighborhood, just spin in there and, and drop it off. Pretty simple. All right, uh, 716, uh, we will uh, get to Baylor football. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action Tuesday in the Farrell Center hosting SMU. 630 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Tuesday for Baylor SMU women's basketball. Join Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The Mart Panther Club proudly supports all Mart High School students in all sports by raising money to ensure that student athletes have the equipment and tools needed to compete at the highest level. Ask how you can get involved with the Mart Panther Club. The Mart Panther Club wishes the best of luck to the eight-time state champion Mart Panther football team in their quest for another state title. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. 
the source for Baylor athletic news and information. ESPN Central Texas. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more. Only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in C-Store for details. IP Contract Services is family-owned and operated. IP Contract Services has specialized in repurposing and restoring homes of all ages and size. IP Contract Services calls Crawford, Texas home. 5P is dedicated to its community and a leader in the roofing and construction industry with success for over 25 years. Let 5P Contract Services plan, price, and produce any new or repurposed vision you dream of. Tackle all projects with 5P. Goodwill through good work. Hi, Leo Pacheco again for Chevy of West, where we wish you a most joyous and safe holiday season and invite you to our Chevy Cyber Cash sales event. When you find new roads through Chevy of West or ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. Hi, Leo Pacheco, and this holiday season, Chevy of West is the easy choice for your certified pre-owned vehicle with some of our biggest savings this year when you find new roads to Chevy of West or ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. 721, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we move through a Tuesday morning. The Bears and the TCU Horn Frogs coming up at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning, Baylor trying to do what uh, 10 other teams have not been able to do, and that is beat the Horned Frogs this year. Is this is this the most interesting story in all of college football, in your opinion? It is for me. TCU? Yes. Oh, yeah. By it, far. Yeah. Hey, you know, look, you didn't think that they were going to be 2-9, and nine, but you certainly didn't think that they would be in the college football playoff conversation either, did you? No, nobody did. I mean, you had to let Coach get in and, 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 and establish. So much for, hey, building your program, it takes five years, right? I mean, they, they, he got there and he's built it in five weeks. I mean, they have, they have done the job. Uh, when you look at TCU Ward, what, what is the one single strength of that football team, in your opinion? Is there one that you can go, mm, that's why they're winning? Uh, I think the way Max Duggan is playing – uh, QB has, play has to stand out to me, but it's for me. It's the way this defense has adhered to Joseph Gillespie and what he has done. Jo- I think Joseph's done a great job with this defense and and been able to look. They held Texas Texas to no offensive touchdowns. N- nobody's done that. So I, I really think that this this defense is starting to figure out what uh, Coach Gillespie wants them to do. And they're going out and executing at a high level, and they're playing downhill. They're playing with reckless abandon on defense. Yesterday, Dave Aranda held his uh, weekly press conference, and, and he talked about the adversity of his football team right now. You know, uh, 
just when you think you kind of got things figured out and, and where they're going and what the direction is, then – and it wasn't that they got beat by Kansas State. It was the manner in which they did. They they did a lot of things, quite frankly, wrong, and Dave Aranda addressed that. Defensively, it's been dealing with adversity. I think that has been a pretty consistent issue throughout the season. Um, you know, I think – when we face teams that play with a discipline and an execution that is uh, of a high standard, we fail to keep up with that standard. And then it compounds because I'm going to press and try to do this. You're going to make something up and try to do that. And then, you know, it, it all trickles down to everything, to everybody else. And so that happened again. Uh, on Saturday, and that's unfortunate because I think, you know, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Oklahoma, it's happened multiple times. And I think to get to the bottom of it, I mean, we need to be able to build a cohesiveness and a um, a trust that we're still really working hard to do and um, not giving up on that. And then I think offensively, I think, you know, um, a lot of momentum in that first drive, felt good about it, I think. You know, the turnover stunted that. And then I think there was some um, um, there's some negative plays that we that we took and then we got that into our head. And in the past, that hasn't been an issue. And we've been able to kind of push through and battle through that. And we couldn't in this game. And we just got bogged down in some of the same issues, right, pressing and, and trying to build a, you know, I'm going to fix it all myself with this particular play. And I think the cohesiveness again the trust again and showing hey this is when we're at our best and look how everybody's doing their 111th this is when we're not at our best and everybody's you know we got nine guys doing this and two guys doing something else so I think that's going to be the the road map here just how frustrating is that you, you heard him talk about some of the things that uh that that some of the issues that they've dealt with that they dealt with on Saturday were some of the same issues that they dealt with basically on and off all season. They've addressed it 9 million times. You've been on coaching staffs, uh, college football coaching staffs. How, How frustrated must they be that when they think that they've got something fixed or taken care of that it creeps up again? Well, and, you know, he said it in, in a way, too, that you address those. And the other thing is, when those do come up, you're able to overcome them and and be able to not let that linger and keep happening over and over in one certain game. With, with the lights on, yeah. Yeah, in one certain game. And they were not able to do that on Saturday. But that's what you've got to do. It's not that you're going to eliminate mistakes every single time that you go out on the field. That just doesn't happen. Right. You you've got to be able to adjust and and not continually make the same mistake and let that mistake continually keep beating you and linger on you and uh, so he basically talked about them pressing yes, you know yeah. when 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 things start to go when sideways, they go wrong yeah. you've got to be able to overcome and, and relax and play your position mm-hmm. and and have the knowledge that the guy next to you is going to do his job and, and don't well, try and to a do lot too of times, much. A lot of times that's when you see teams that, that have a hard time overcoming some of those whatever it is 
whether it be a, a fumble or a negative play or a penalty or whatever you're talking about, then you see a guy not trusting the guy next to him and trying to do too much. And you get out of your, especially on the defensive side, you get out mm-hmm. of your gap mm-hmm. and, uh-oh, that was your responsibility that it just gave them 15 yards or a touchdown. And so, again, you every play that you are out there, every snap, you've got to continually know in your mind that I'm going to do my job and I have faith that the guy next to me is going to do his job and I'm not trying to do too much. He, How did he describe it? Uh, do your 111th. And I think that's pretty – I think the, I like the way that, that he phrases that. Do your 111th. And that basically means, look, there's 11 of you out there. Everybody pull the rope the same way. And you do your job. He'll entrust that, entrust that he's going to do his. And I think that that's where they get into some trouble sometimes. And that's what he was talking about. But he's addressed this. He and the staff have addressed this on several occasions. And it, they, you know, like he said, we'll keep working to fix it. But you're in the tenth or eleventh week of the season. At some point, <laughs> it, it's it's got to click, and it just hasn't yet. So. Uh, Interesting how how that goes. Uh, now he was asked, and this was interesting. Do you you know last year they went into Fort Worth just absolutely on fire, and TCU was going through some stuff, but somehow TCU found a way to win the football game in Fort Worth. And he was asked, uh, "Do you use that as a motivational piece?" I would look at it more as what a great opportunity we have with this particular game, and the environment that's going to be around on Saturday and the platform that we have and you know this last week was not us right we can we can you know be us and um you know i think there's always something um about a team's you know uh rise but um you learn more about a team with their response and so i think that's an opportunity for us that we have to take advantage of you know, there was a lot of freshmen that weren't even around last year. I, I, I like what he's talking about there. Look at it as an opportunity. You've got a great opportunity to, A, get off the mat from, from last week, and, B, you have an opportunity in front of the nation to to take care of your business and do something that nobody else has, and that is beat a top-four football team this year this team is undefeated and you've got a you've got a there's a great there's a great opportunity in front of you. Now it's going to be a great challenge, but there's a great opportunity in front of you and I think that's how you have to look at it. There's no doubt. You have you have the opportunity to get back on track and you have to look at it from your team's perspective. You can't just look at it in in going in and saying, "Hey, we can wreck their perfect season. We can knock them out of the college football playoffs. We can do all you have to go in there saying that, look, we've got to take care of our sidelines. We've got to take care of the green jersey, not worry about what that purple is on the other sidelines. Go out and execute what the game asks us to execute. Do what the coaches have in plan. We have a good plan in place. Execute it and, and let the chips fall where they may. And most of the time when you do that, you look up at the scoreboard when it's done and it's in your favor. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy because it clearly isn't. But if you were able to find a way to beat TCU, then knock off Texas at Austin, and then go into your bowl game and win your bowl game and, and walk out of there at the end of 2022 season with, at 9-4, and four, how do you look at the year? I mean, you look at it as not where you wanted to be because you wanted to repeat as a conference champion, but you still have to look at it as 
hey, you know, we we ended on an uprise, and that's a good thing. And we were able to, you know, I don't want to say salvage because this, the season is not in dismay. No. But it's not where they want it to be. But you were able to get it on the right tracks and, and have something positive going into the offseason. And the other thing to to think about, and I know we're up against the clock, the other thing to think about is there's only one team that is going to finish where they want to. One. There's only one team that's going to fit, that, that had a goal and achieved that goal. Only one. Uh, but I look at if if you went through, particularly with a couple of bumps in the road early, and you and you end up at at nine and four. I think you've had a good year. You've had a really solid year and a year that you can continue to build upon. So there's a lot still to play for with this football team. A lot still to play for. Mm-hmm. So let's no see, let's see where it goes. And it begins. Uh, it, you know, you can start all over and say we got a three game season: TCU, Texas, and then whoever we play in a bowl game. We got a three game season. What do we do with it? All right, uh, 732. Coming up next, we continue college football conversation. Shehan Jayaraja is coming your way next. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dan Quinn talks about fixing Sunday's fourth quarter woes in the loss at Green Bay. You'll hear from the Cowboys defensive coordinator right after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. The Cowboys defense has allowed over 200 rushing yards in each of the last two games, including Sunday's loss in Green Bay. That's bad, but even worse, according to defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, was giving up a 14-point lead. That one stinks. And certainly losing the lead is as big a, a thing as anything. Certainly on defense, when you have it, you want to be able to close the door. And so the moments were there. thought we made some uncharacteristic errors. we got to get that handled. Things are no easier for Coach this week as he game plans against Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, and the Vikings, who are 8-1 and one, and now tied for the best record in the NFL. That's because the Eagles were knocked off at home last night by the Commanders. Dallas is 6-3, and three, two games behind the 8-1 and one Eagles in the NFC East. That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069. 
time. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. L.J. Cryer poured in 20 points to lead Baylor to a 95-62 home win over Northern Colorado. The Bears are off to a 3-0 start and travel to Las Vegas for the Continental Tire main event Friday and Sunday. The Baylor women are on the court tonight at the Farrell Center hosting SMU. Tip-off is 7 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. There's also basketball at the Highlands Gym as the 17th-ranked MCC High Lassies entertain Panola. That game gets underway at 5.30. Washington beat Philadelphia 32-21 on Monday Night Football. That's the Eagles' first loss of the year, but they still have the best record in the NFL, but now tied with Minnesota at 8-1. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 736, and we welcome into the program from CBSSports.com, Shehan J. Raja. Shehan, good morning, and uh, let, let's begin uh, on the Virginia campus. Uh, obviously, tragedy there. And how they deal with it is is certainly an individual thing, and I'm just curious what your thoughts are as far as as far as their game on Saturday. Yeah, you know, I think that obviously they're going to take their time making a decision about whether it makes sense to play that game. You know, it's a non-conference game against Coastal Carolina. It would be nice to play it. It also, you know, isn't the end of the world if they decide not to. So, uh, obviously, just such a unique tragedy for Virginia, losing three football players uh, and one still, you know, kind of fighting for his life right now. I mean, just a, just a horrible situation kind of, kind of puts it all in perspective. But, uh, you, you know, I don't think that a decision will come soon. I think that they're going to, you know, take their time and try to decide to do what's right. The SEC championship game already set, and are you surprised at what a job Brian Kelly's done with LSU to get them there? Yeah, I mean, I, you know what's interesting is I think that people really took so much time kind of diminishing what Brian Kelly did at Notre Dame and saying, this is what he's capable of, this is who he is. And, you know, the thing that I didn't expect is – I didn't think LSU's roster would be close as yet. I, I thought that they would still maybe need a year or two, you know, have, have to put together a couple of good recruiting classes. Cause you know, when they came in last year, they only had about 40 scholarship players at this point, but they did such a great job of filling that roster, obviously with some transfers. They've also got a, a great freshman recruiting class uh, led by Harold Perkins. Who's been one of the best players in the SEC over the last couple of weeks. Uh, and I think it's just a real testament to the kind of job that Brian Kelly has done. Um, you, you know, I think that when you look at his credentials, his on-field coaching credentials really should be questioned less than any. But, uh, but I, you know, it's just such an impressive job to come in and, and find that sort of success right away. So uh, I, I think he deserves a lot of credit. I think that he should be on the short list for SEC Coach of the Year. And, uh, and yeah, credit to him for getting LSU back to the SEC Championship game for the first time since 2019. Let's talk about the other coach, uh, Kelly, Chip Kelly. Uh, with with the loss the other day, does that take kind of 
take some of the luster off of this USC-UCLA matchup? I think so. You know, we were heading into a week where potentially there were three teams left in uh, in the Pac-12 in the college football playoff conversation with Oregon, with UCLA, and with USC. And after this, after uh, after UCLA lost a, a tight game against Arizona, I think USC is the only team left from the Pac-12 that has any chance. Now, I will say, if you are TCU, I think that that probably makes you feel a little better about your situation right now. But uh, but I think that right now, USC is the only team left that has a chance to make the college football playoff. And they have a tough schedule to close out. You know, they play USC this upcoming week. Uh, they play Notre Dame the week after that. Notre Dame playing much better football at this point of the year. And then they potentially have to, to play a Pac-12 championship game. And, and that, uh, that opponent is still yet to be decided. So... I think it's going to. I think it definitely puts a damper on that game, and it also means that the Pac-12 is probably in a slightly more tenuous position than they hoped. Could you see a scenario where if USC wins out, and even TCU wins out because of the non-conference schedule and the name on the front of the jersey, that USC leapfrogs TCU into the college football playoff? No, no, I, I, I don't see that at all. And honestly, I think that a 12 and one TC would still fare pretty well against a 12 and one USC, just depending on what happens. I, I think that one thing that does help USC is the fact that Notre Dame has kind of gotten back on track. So they will have uh, potentially one more victory, but you know, you talk about UCLA losing, you talk about Oregon losing. We're going to have to kind of wait and see what, uh, how this sort of, uh, closes out and whether Oregon does end up being that team in the Pac-12 championship game. But I do think that if you are, uh, if you are USC right now, you still have to feel, or sorry, if you're TCU right now, I think that you still have to feel like, you know, you've put together a strong resume. You beat Texas, you beat Oklahoma state back when they were rolling, you beat Kansas state, you're going to have another shot at Kansas state. I, I think that there are plenty of wins on TCU schedule that really stand above and, you know, for them to be in a position to, uh, to obviously at this point be undefeated and, and, you know, finish the year strong. I, I think that leaves them in a really good position. So I think that they would get slightly higher priority, especially when you just look at the number of quality teams in the big 12. Shahan, uh, West Virginia fires their AD. Does does Neil Brown have an opportunity to save his job? You know what's interesting is the timing of this, regardless of what happens next, is, is so weird to me because you know they say we want to get a candidate in the door in three to four weeks, uh, which I think makes a lot of sense. But the thing that doesn't make so much sense is you know if you're talking three to four weeks, you're talking you know, after the season, certainly. And, uh, you know, so you put yourself really behind the eight ball if you want to make a coaching change because you're going to be behind a whole lot of other places that have been in the market for a whole lot longer whenever you uh, go to market to, to look for a new head coach. So I think that in some ways this makes the decision more complicated. I think it puts West Virginia in a pretty tough position uh, when it comes to, to deciding what to do next with Neil Brown. You know, they could have fired Shane Lyons a month ago and and been in a position where they're hiring an athletic director right now and then he can make a decision so uh, I, I think it's just such a strange situation i will say you know shane lyon 
does, you know, did not and does not want to fire uh, Neil Brown. He thinks that, you know, that, that Neil Brown is still figuring it out. So we're going to kind of figure out now what everybody else thinks as well. So uh, just, just a, a really weird situation. I wouldn't be surprised if just the weird timing of everything means that Neil Brown's back for another year. But uh, they're certainly going to do their due diligence, and I think they're going to try to get somebody in the door quick so they can make the best decision for themselves. I know the expense of the buyout and everything else and blah, 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 but Jimbo Fisher and the Texas A&M Aggies, how long is that relationship going to be able to stay together, and are they the most disappointing football team in recent memory? Yeah, oh, yeah, they they have to be. I was I actually looked back through the years, and uh, the the last two teams and the only two of the 21st century to finish, to start the year top six and finish with the losing record was 2010 Texas, which, uh, you know, that was the year they came off the national championship game and Gary Gilbert was disappointing. So you can kind of, you can kind of justify what happened there. Uh, and then 2000 Alabama that entered the year as a, as a top six team and finished, uh, I believe it was, three and eight under, uh, I think it was Mike DeBose. So, I, I mean, you're in a situation where, uh, where this, I mean, that is not good company to be keeping right now. Certainly off of a number one recruiting class, obviously off of, uh, you know, two years ago playing and winning an orange bowl. Like th- this is unbelievable. I don't think that anybody in their wildest dreams could have thought that a failure for Jimbo Fisher would look quite like this. And uh, they still have another game potentially to lose against LSU. You know, they better be UMass this weekend. UMass is the worst team in the country. Uh, you know, I, I think that, I think it's interesting, right? They just signed Jimbo Fisher to uh, an extension that re- that actually kicks in this year. He's in the first year of a 10-year contract right now. He's going to be owed $86 million no matter what happens next. Now, uh, look, I, I think that – I think if the situation was closer to $30 million or $50 million, then maybe you're having a conversation. But I think that when you're in the $80 million range, I mean, you are kind of – tied with this person in some ways i know the the amount of money that that Texas a&m has and their boosters have and uh you know the oil money and all this sort of stuff but i i think that that's an amount of money that just is not even reasonable even for a program like Texas a&m today so i i think that there's going to be a a, a lot of ways to try to put pressure on him to rectify some situations certainly you expect the biggest thing heading into next season is they're going to pressure him hard to hire a play calling offensive coordinator. We'll, we'll see if he goes anywhere off of uh, his tree per se. But um, you know, I, I do think that there is going to be a new name uh, calling plays for Texas A&M next season. But we're going to have to kind of wait and see if that ends up being enough. Obviously, the transfer portal is going to be a huge factor for that roster. We're going to have to see how they finish up their 2023 recruiting class because they were kind of relying on a. a quick finish, especially after losing uh, a key five-star linebacker just a few weeks ago. So it, it's a tough position to be in, and I don't really know what's going to happen next. We we talk about Texas A&M. How does Texas view their season? I, I realize we have two games left uh, in the year, but how do the Longhorns view their year at 6-4? and four? You know, I think that for them, it's less the 6-4, and four, and it's the feeling of how close it's been to not being six and four, you know, obviously that game against Alabama, they'd feel a lot better about their season if they got that one. Uh, you know, I think that, uh, and then you look at the other loss on the schedule too, right? I mean, 
Oklahoma State, they blow a lead. Like it's just Texas Tech, they blow a lead. It's it's over and over and over again. Now TCU kind of took them and held them underwater, and that was kind of what it is. So I, I think that what I, I think that for Texas right now, the the big disappointment has been that it doesn't feel like some of the things that plagued this team last year have gotten better. Now they're they're a better team from a talent perspective because they you know they added people like Quinn Ewers, but. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, I don't think that they fixed some of the fundamental flaws, especially on the offensive side of the ball, that they maybe thought that they would. And part of that is, is starting three freshmen on the offensive line. And when Kelvin Banks went out uh, on Saturday against TCU, they kind of were a poor unit. And, you know, Quinn Ewers has, of course, been disappointing since that Oklahoma game. He's, he's only completing 45% of his passes over the past three games. So I think that that's probably what you have to look at if you're Texas as most disappointing. You've got the number one quarterback recruit of the last 15 years, and the offense still is a mess at times. And you have the best running back probably in the entire country. The, first, the guy who's going to be first off the board in the 2023 NFL draft still disappointing. They, they added these wide receivers. They have, you know, Xavier Worthy was a borderline five-star. Jordan Whittington was a five-star. And for them to be in a position where even so, the offense is still disappointing, I, I mean, I think that that's a very frustrating situation. And, and look, I, I mean, you know, Steve Sarkeesian has lost at least four games every single year that he's been a head coach uh, over the past eight years, other than the year that he was let go at USC midseason. And, you know, that's, I, I think that that sort of thing starts to rear its ugly head as uh, as now Sarkeesian has an 11 and 11 record during his time at Texas. Where are we in the Heisman race and, and has the Heisman trophy become for college football, almost an afterthought. It just doesn't seem like it's, it's, at the forefront as it used to be? Well, I think that part of it is that there just really isn't a dominant candidate uh, putting their spin on things this year. You know, the the betting favorite remains C.J. Stroud. From my perspective, it just – I don't want to say it feels lazy, but I mean, I just, I just watched CJ Stroud and he is a perfectly good quarterback, but also is one, not as good as I think Justin Fields was for them. And two, like, I don't know. He just hasn't had a moment all season that you kind of look back at and say, Oh, CJ Stroud versus replacement level quarterback. Thank goodness he was out there. You know, Ohio state's offense is so good and is, is so systematic that, uh, and they have all these great receivers and, and you're just kind of like, all right, well, you know, CJ Stroud step up and make play. You know, I, I think that, I think that that's a big part of it is just, we don't have a dominant candidate this year. We don't have somebody who's standing up and saying, I am the best player in college football. I'm taking it other than funnily enough, maybe Bryce young, who, who obviously his team is having one of their worst years in a couple of years. So uh, I, I think that that's a big part of it. You know, last year, I think that uh, when Bryce Young was able to put together some of those quote unquote highs and moments, especially in the SEC championship game, people got really excited about that. You know, people were really excited, I think, to give it to Devontae Smith, the first receiver since 1998, and, and Joe Burrow a couple of years ago. But, you know, there really just hasn't been that dominant player in college football in 2022. And I think that that's kind of made the Heisman race a little uncomfortable. Shayhan, uh, tonight, uh, the uh, college football playoff selection show, do, do we as fans, I mean, is this something we need to pay attention to with still two or three weeks to play in the year? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, my perspective on rankings, and, and this is true of my opinion of 
preseason rankings and all this sort of stuff is, you know, it's an entertainment product, right? College football is an entertainment product. And, you know, I think that, I think that for me, when I watch the rankings and I, I don't think this particular ranking is going to be especially important or interesting, but generally speaking, you know, I want to see, Hey, you know, you asked that question about USC versus TCU. You know, I think that the way that TCU is being treated right now proves that, uh, you know, there are multiple spots ahead of USC. It kind of helps you realize like, okay, you know, this is the tier that they see TCU. This is the tier that they see USC. This is the tier that they see, you know, a couple of weeks ago, it was, oh, well, you know, we see TCU basically as being uh, treated as a one loss team, despite being undefeated, you know? So, so I think that from that perspective, you kind of just get a feel of, uh, of what's going on there. Plus, you know, look, when you look down the board, I'm going to be really curious to see what they do with that 20 to 25 spot. I think that this is a, uh, this is as, balanced and competitive a year for those last couple of ranked spots as, as there's been in a couple of years. And I'm going to be curious to see what kind of respect they give to some of those other programs at the bottom. So I, I still think that it's, you know, look, this this is uh, definitely the most annoying ranking show that we get because uh, because it's the one that's sandwiched in between two basketball games and is really kind of an afterthought by the network and that to me is honestly quite frustrating. But uh, so you know, look, this is not going to be the one that I'm watching with the most dated breath. But for you know, for a couple minutes on a on a Tuesday afternoon, you know, it's better than nothing. <laughs> I got you. Hey, uh, what are you working on for CBSSports.com? Yes, yeah, so gonna uh, gonna gonna go record the College Football Survivor Show later today. So make sure and check that out. And right now for CBS Sports, I'm working on my upset alerts uh, picks for Thursday as usual, and and got a couple pick stories coming out. So uh, pretty light week for me over at CBS Sports, but you know we're, we're about to hit the home stretch. There you go, Shayhan. As always, it is a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. That's Shayhan Jayarajah, CBSSports.com. Seven fifty two. We talk hoops next. Recently on the John Moore Show. That is uh, Toby Rowland, the longtime uh, voice of the Oklahoma Sooners. Football, basketball, baseball. Uh, I'll give you guys a little insight out there. When J-Mo saw that it was on ESPN+, Plus, he got very excited because that's what us radio guys do. That's because right. we know we're going to have way more listeners. <laughs> You're exactly <laughs> right. That's right. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you you and your family. Everyone at Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac, loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps' Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 9th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy for Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 
2023 GMC Sierra Crew Cab pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys sitting here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. All right, uh, 756. Coming up tonight, the uh, 17th-ranked Baylor women's basketball team hosts the uh, uh, the uh, third straight in-state opponent uh, as they welcome in the SMU Mustangs. They're 1-1. One one. That'll be tonight in the Farrell Center, 630 for the pregame, 7 o'clock for the tip right here on ESPN Central Texas. Last night, uh, Scott Drew and the Bears, a winner over Northern Colorado, 95-62, to improving to 3-0. And it was Scott Drew's 400th win as the head coach of the Baylor Bears. And again, just a uh, in 20-plus in years, a remarkable career, a, an absolute remarkable uh, career here at, at Baylor University. Again, I, we said it at the top of the show, when you go back and look at what – he inherited and, and where the program was both from a local perception and from a national perception and where the program really truly was. He, he, it, it's, it's just shy of, and that's not even shy. It is remarkable, remarkable what he's been able to, to get done and the credibility in which he has done it with, and the credibility now that this program has, well, they were a laughing stock when he got here. Mm-hmm. They were a joke. They were, a, you know, in in really in in some cases, it was it was the program was kind of disgraceful in, in what they w- were going through, and then the job that he has done, and the credibility in which he has done, and the mission that he has done it with, faith first, basketball second. I mean that's that's been his mission from the day he, you know, he set foot in Waco. Just pretty impressive, remarkable. 
Dave Aranda yesterday was asked about Scott Drew and, and the way he goes about doing things. I have a lot of respect for him. You know, his energy and everything just at times just makes me tired. <laughs> you know, just seeing it. I'm just so tired just seeing it, all of his energy, you know. And so uh, I think he's way special and way unique and blessed to be at a place that, that has him and to see him kind of work and everything. Special, unique, blessed. I think we can all say that when that uh, that are around the program some. Uh, and again, you know, this is a team, I think, it. you know, this is a team that, that has won a national championship. This is a team that I think at the end of the day, you know, knock on wood, they stay healthy and do the things that we think that they can do. I think it's going to be a team that's going to be right in the mix again. That's what he's brought to this this community, and he's done it with with integrity. Uh, pretty impressive stuff. So congratulations to Coach Drew. All right, uh, 7.58. We're a couple of minutes now away from 8 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We'll talk about the University Trojans coming up in a couple of minutes. But first, we got to get John Morris, the voice of the Bears, in here. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears. John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball wins on the floor in the Farrell Center, handing Scott Drew his 400th win as the head coach at Baylor. That plus women's basketball in action tonight, straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Say big during the Black Friday sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Celebrating with an incredible lineup of all new 2022 Jeep models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Gladiator, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can order it today. Come see what Allen Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep that fits your lifestyle. Come by. Let's be friends. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Are you a proud Baylor fan? Do you love prizes? The Baylor Bold Rewards app allows fans to track their attendance across athletic events and earn rewards. Baylor Athletics wants to reward the most loyal fans, so register online today at BaylorBoldRewards.com or download the Baylor Bold Rewards app straight to your phone. Prizes this year are better than ever, so start earning your rewards points today and sign up for Baylor Bold Rewards. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Fifth-ranked Baylor basketball ran their record to 3-0 on the season with a dominating 95-62 win last night over Northern Colorado on the floor in the Farrell Center. Baylor had five players in double figures led by L.J. Criers, 20, the Big 12 Player of the Week, Adam Flagler, had 13 points and 10 assists, a double-double for Flagler in the win by Baylor. 
It was milestone win number 400 for Scott Drew as the head coach at Baylor. In typical fashion, he chose to share the success. Well, uh, first, uh, God's blessed us with great players, staff, administration, um, fans. So it's a team honor, team accomplishment. So congrats to everybody out there. I do think the uh, players enjoyed the cold water. I think they had it. They must have gotten that uh, uh, from the icebox because that stuff was frozen. So <laughs> anyway, uh, 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 more, most importantly, it was a great win. Team did a great job, and now we're on to uh, getting ready for Vegas. Scott Drew following career win number 400 at Baylor last night in the Farrell Center. Next up, the Bears off to Las Vegas to play in the Continental Tire main event Friday versus Virginia and Sunday versus either UCLA or Illinois. Meanwhile, Nikki Collin and the now 17th-ranked Baylor women in action tonight in the Farrell Center versus SMU. Freshman Bella Fauntleroy named the Big 12's Freshman of the Week the Baylor women on the air at 6.30 tonight, tip off at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, just after 8 o'clock, welcome back into the program. Hour 2 of game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. This is uh, Tom, that's Ward, he's Ryan, and we appreciate you being with us this morning. Uh, We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. Coming up Friday night, uh, it is the University Trojans and Fort Bend Marshall from from uh, Buffalo Stadium in uh, Giddings, Texas. And we are now welcome. Uh, we want to welcome to the program Coach Kent Lasseter. Coach, good morning. How are we this morning? Uh, good morning. I'm doing well. Hey, hey talk, you guys doing well? We're, we're great. Thank you for asking. Uh, talk a little bit about the buzz in the community and the buzz on that campus. I mean, it's got to be exciting times right now uh, for, for university football. It is. It's great to see uh, everyone uh, just having a lot of uh, uh, just excitement about, you know, what we've been able to accomplish uh, this year and uh, the momentum that we've had throughout the season. Um, every time, um, you know, we've had some, some times where we've had maybe a loss here or there by a point or two, uh, we've always bounced back. And, and I think, you know, when our, our school and our community, they see the resilience of our players and our coaches it uh, it's very motivating, and I'm just I'm just proud to be a small part of it. Did you when when you when you went through last year, your first year uh, on on the university campus, and in a difficult year to say the least? Did you see the potential in this football team at, at that time? You know, at the end of last year, through your through your spring, through your off season, did you see that this team could could be special this year and and, and really make that turn for for the program? I did. I saw it really. Uh, I saw it probably the last few games, but definitely in the Arlington Seguin game, the last uh, game, our last home game. And when I saw the intensity that our players brought to the field and the way we battled the entire game um, throughout most of the year, we really didn't have a chance because um, the mark, the score margin was so so big. But in um, that game was really a, uh, came down to a few plays here and there that we could have won. So using you know that game as kind of a a, a catalyst for going into the off season, 
uh, the Monday after that game, we made a decision that the, that 2022 was going to be a different year and that we were going to, uh, this senior class had a chance to do something that no other senior class has done, and that's win and that's uh, make playoffs and not only make playoffs but make a run in the playoffs. So it all kind of started uh, that last game, and then it went into the off season, it went into spring, and it went into boot camp, all that stuff. Coach, when did you see this season as maybe that light bulb moment where you felt like this team really had a chance to make some noise this year? Well, we had a, a one in kind of a shootout against Eastern Hills in game two. So that came, that game, it was, it was a relief. That game was more of a relief. But when we came back and played Arlington Heights, who now I think they are 10-1, something like that, uh, or 11-1, uh, when we saw – well, how we played them and we lost them by one point on the final play of the game and we felt like they were going to be a team that could win their district we felt like they were a team that was going to make a deep run in the playoffs and they were a playoff team and we really controlled that entire game and should have won that game we felt like hey we, we we probably belong as one of those teams that'll make the playoffs uh how you know even even with saying that we already thought we'd do that but we actually showed it on the field. We actually made it happen on the field against a team that is a, is a top team in their district. How do you approach this game uh, on, on, on Friday night? I mean, look, you, you've accomplished some goals that hasn't been accomplished in, uh, in, in years around there. So it's, is this let this is the next step in, in trying to win a state championship. Uh, how, how do you, how do you look at, at this game Friday night? Well, we look at anything. If you're going to do something, you want to be the best. You want to try to go against – there's this point where you've got to show that, hey, we belong, we should be here. Um, you know, we're not just here to be in the playoffs. And, you know, we have a ton of respect for the team we're playing. Uh, they have won – I think they've won 50, 50, over 50 games in the last five years. They've had uh, double-digit wins every year for the last four or five years. Um, with minimum losses, I'm talking one or two losses every year. So we we know what we did, but we don't dwell on that. Um, our biggest uh, thing we we focus on is us, and for us to bring the type of game that we need to bring um, to the to the game, and our focus and our practice habits and those things like that. But um, we know the team we're playing. They're they're you know they're well coached. They've got uh, athletes at every position. And, um, you know, we've got our work cut out for us, so we're up for the challenge. And you ask the approach, the approach is, go, you know, keep get back and, and keep chopping and working uh, every single day like we normally do and, and uh, uh, make sure we have the intensity and practice and attention to detail that will allow us to uh, show that on game day. Coach, is this a game going in Friday night that you'd like to set the tone defensively? Absolutely. Um you know, we, we we definitely want to do that again. I mentioned before, um, they've got you know they 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 they're they're a balanced team like us offensively. I'll just say that, and uh, they can run and throw the ball. And so uh, we want we want our defense obviously obviously to to come out and, and start start you know start on fire and uh, you know make stops and limit limit their explosive plays and all the things you ask you know kids to do. Um, 
you know, that to help us win a game. Uh, definitely that applies to this game. Hey, I got to ask, how did you uh, how did you end up in getting? I mean, we sit around on the weekends and we try to guess, okay, it's this team versus this team. It's got to be in this town. We we had you guys in College Station, Texas. Uh, how did you end up in Giddings? Well, we want, we wanted to play in College Station or Bryan, but uh, they they actually made the call uh, ahead because they had a Thursday game. We had a Friday game. So we, we didn't, they made the calls on Friday and everybody was booked up. Um, so that's kind of how that went. And we still tried to do, uh, you know, somewhere like Bryan College Station, Kyle Field, something like that. But um they were all booked. I mean, it was it was amazing. Uh, everywhere we tried tried again Saturday morning to make some calls and <laughs> still couldn't find any any availability. Didn't want to push the game back to Saturday, so in order to be on Friday, we wound up having getting. Coach, how much does this help your program in the long run? Getting getting into the playoffs, getting a couple of rounds, maybe three rounds, maybe four rounds. Who knows where this thing is going? But the overall effect on your program because you get the extra workouts and you get the young guys to continue to come out to the football field and practice football and, and keep this program going in the right direction. How much does that help the long haul of this program? It helps tremendously because we, you know, we, we have kids that are practicing and on the field uh, from freshmen on up. And so at this point in the year, for our underclassmen, our, our young kids, our freshmen, our JV players, you know, these are all extra days of spring football for us. And so uh, you look at – and they're getting the experience of going through all, everything, you know, game day, traveling on the bus, going through – you know, there's some freshmen that I mentioned that are playing as well. So uh, every every practice and every game it gets us a step closer to evaluating and also giving uh, our – freshmen and uh and uh sophomores an opportunity to just get the experience of being in the playoffs which no freshman sophomore junior or seniors experience in more than a decade so this is definitely uh going in the right direction and um this freshman class will be the first freshman class that has has experienced our our uh, you know what we do in our program from freshman all the way up so it, it's a it's a great head start Coach, thanks. Uh, man, we appreciate your time. We wish you the very best. Look forward to uh, to Friday night against uh, Fort Bend Marshall and uh, and have fun, man. Make uh, you know, I know that you know it's a business trip, but man, it is still football. So go have fun and and and, and go get it done. Thank you very much. Y'all have a good one. You do the same, Kent Laster. Uh, and it's it, it really is pretty remarkable about about where this program is today where it was this time a year ago this time a year ago mm-hmm. they ran off season having come off a 0 and 10 season and now they're preparing for round two find a way to win and, and guys you're, you're you're talking about playing football around thanksgiving i mean did you ever ever think that this university team after last year's 0 and 10 would be talking about Thanksgiving and football. No, I don't. I don't think anybody could. I mean, the, the coaching staff and those players did, but yeah. anybody outside that program probably did not. No, I mean, and, and again, you're not very far removed from the longest losing streak in the state of Texas on mm-hmm. that campus. And, I mean, they were zero and forty-eight, and we're all we're all jazzed about it. And we're you know, in in I think it's great. You could tell by the tone of his voice. He's preparing to go win a football game and get ready for the next one. 
He's preparing his football team to get on a bus, go to Giddings, Texas, play Fort Ben Marshall, get it done, and come back and get ready for the next one. Now, whether that happens or not, who knows? Look, you are playing the number one or number two team in the state. Uh, a team that just, you know, he pointed out, just wins. I mean, they're 10-1, and one, and they're 10-1 and one for a reason. They're a really good football team, and it's a great challenge. A great challenge. But where this program was, and where this program has been over the last several seasons, and where this program is today, pretty stinking remarkable. And on the CNC Collision Center text line, uh, from the 254, what's more remarkable out of Waco? The Trojans being 6-5 and five with a playoff win or BU basketball and their turnaround? Both history-related. Yeah, I, I agree. Both very different for, for different reasons. But it is pretty darn impressive uh, on both accounts. I mean, we talked about Scott Drew's 400th win. And look what Kent Laster has done over there. And his staff and his players. You know, he'll be the first to to give credit to to, uh, to everybody. So, I, again, it's just it, for me, it's kind of cool to see. And you and look, it's it's garnering attention across the state, guys. Uh, you heard uh, the other day, uh, who was it? Was it? Uh, help me. Uh, our Friday guest, uh, Greg Tep. Oh, yeah. Tep was talking about he, his name has to be in the conversation for Coach of the Year, and it does. It does because what he what and it's look we can talk about okay they were zero and ten now they're six and five that's an easy sentence to say but man what what he has done is not easy it's in fact it's quite hard uh and they had you know honestly they had a couple wins get away from them didn't they Ryan they are seven points away from being nine and one. Or to finish the regular season nine and one, so they'd be ten and one right now. Wow, I mean, close. I mean, they've had a couple of of games that came right down to the wire that just didn't go their way. Now, maybe those help build build what they've got now. Uh, you know, some of those some of those early losses. You know, uh, it looked they lost on opening night to a four A team that didn't even make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, where they are now and where they were. Pretty remarkable. All right. Uh, it is 8-16, 16 after 8. This is a Tuesday edition of Game Time. And we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business. And we're brought to you by Morrison's Gifts. You know, everyone knows that Black Friday is a holiday tradition. At Morrison's Gifts, they want to give holiday shoppers a break from the crowds. Starting now, you can enjoy Black Friday pricing on uh, on selected items weekly throughout Christmas. Brands like John Hart, Consuela, Times Candles, all of those kind of gifts at Morrison's. You'll find home decor, gourmet items, bath items, body items, baby items, and, of course, Christmas decor. So, And they can, one of the cool things, they can build you a gift basket. Particularly, maybe you got to send something to... Uh, Oh, I don't know. You got to send it out to uh, Spokane, Washington. We don't we all know several people in Spokane. Uh, we got to send them a gift. So maybe you got to send a gift to Spokane, Washington, and, and you want a gift basket. Well, they they can build that bis- gift basket for you. They can wrap that gift basket for you, and then they can take care of the delivery of that gift basket for you. You want to talk about simple? Morrison's makes it simple. Morrison's gifts. 
They're at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive that's right next to Jason's Deli. The Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us Wednesday, beginning at 7, and hear from new head baseball coach Mitch Thompson and head football coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guy, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal Housing. Lender. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it. Whatever it is. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Everyone at Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac, loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps' Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas. Now through December 9th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy for Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2023 GMC Sierra Crew Cab pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. 
In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lifts, ditch witch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, 823, this is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, and Stephanie. How was how was your birthday last <laughs> night? It was nice and quiet. Did you go out uh, to eat or to the movies? I or? made dinner, I worked out, and I got a Christmas tree for my birthday present. Nice. You got a Christmas tree? A Christmas tree. A real one? No, 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 no. Oh, I love the smell. We of just it. we figured we're going to put it up on Thanksgiving, and then we'll just take it out to the garage when we're done so we don't have to take it down. We'll well, that's put not it in a the bad corner. deal. I mean, those things are, like, hard to put together. I got a sister-in-law puts hers in the closet. Yeah, I've heard about people doing that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Exciting, yeah. I guess. There you go. All Anyways, right. Anyways, so you so you you got a Christmas tree. Christmas. Tree. Was it? A, it's it's not it's real. Like, it's, no, it's like seven and a half, eight feet tall. It's got yeah. pine cones and lights already built in. So. Oh, very good. Yep. Now I got to put all the decorations so on. So you never owned a Christmas tree before? Well, yeah. I don't know where it is. My ex husband <laughs> took it. I think. <laughs> you lost custody of the I Christmas lost tree. Lost custody of the Christmas tree. You can keep and the, the house, but you're not getting the darn tree. <laughs> I didn't even get that. Uh, <laughs> all right, what are we doing today? Well, you know, I was at the Baylor game Saturday night, which I did have a blast, even though it was cold. And so I was just going through the internet, looking up college football traditions. So you know you have the line at Baylor, and all the freshmen run out. And if you haven't seen onto the field, if you haven't seen it. It's pretty cool looking, right? Then they have their own section, and I think what's funny is they sit right behind the visitor's side cheering. That would make me That's nervous. not by accident, by the way. I know. They did that on purpose. And I, I think, love it. Tr- truly, I think that the, this year, because the freshman class is so big, I think they have to take turns doing it. I don't think the entire freshman class gets to do it. Yeah, I, I may be so. wrong there, but I, I think know. I heard that they have to kind of rotate who gets to run onto the field. Yeah, but so it's pretty cool, though. It is it? cool to watch. Yeah. So. Um, and then you got Texas Tech. The Mask Rider, that is cool to watch. Yeah. You don't even know who's under there. It's Ward. Ward? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just said, uh-huh. <laughs> they should let you do it. He's, he rides, his. it's his horse, Silver. Yeah, his horse, Silver. Tonto and Silver, right? Isn't that? Never mind. Um, Texas Never mind. Was oh, that know? the Lone Ranger? Oh, okay. She oh, got okay. It. Very good. I was going there. Right. Uh, Texas A&M, you got the 12th man. They stand through the whole game. Which one is it? It's the whole crowd. Oh. It's the whole crowd. West Virginia. Yeah. Before They sing Country Roads. 
Country Road, Take Me Home. Isn't that John Denver? It is John Facing Denver. Facing that at all their games. Virginia Tech. Uh-huh. Sandman by Metallica. The team comes into it. I bet that is awesome. <laughs> For real. Now, here's what I thought was great. For real. For real. For real. <laughs> For real. <laughs> well, in Ohio State, of course, you know, they have the gr- a great, great band. And um, when they do the, they spell it Ohio, one guy gets to be the dot on the I. That's pretty cool. Here's what I thought was the coolest. Iowa. So in 2017, Iowa's Stead Family Children's Hospital completed work on a top floor where the kids could look out. And so since then, the Hawkeye fans will turn around and wave to all the ill Mm -hmm. children and so will the visitors. To me, that is the most special thing in the world. I just think that's awesome. I love that. Have you ever, you got to see some highlights of that. It's. uh, I did. I watched them on YouTube yesterday. It kind of like brought tears to my eyes. I was going to say, did you do it without tearing up? Because. I, I don't I think I did get can. a little teary eyed because, you know, I cry Hallmark commercials. <laughs> those <laughs> are Hallmark movies. I cried those too, and they're about to come on. My man's going to be like, I'm out. Those movies have been on for two months. Yeah. Oh, well. You know what yeah, I'm just catching up. You know what I watched last night? What? Bits and pieces of the Polar Express for the second consecutive night, and then I watched uh, Christmas Vacation. Christmas vacation's great. I'm telling you, I can watch that anytime. Oh, I love it. Especially No, when- no, no, it was Home Alone. I watched Home Alone. Oh, last that's night. my favorite. Yeah, Christmas that's vacation's funny though. When he goes to light put he puts all those lights on the house, <laughs> it explodes. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Anyways, I'm trying to get in the Christmas spirit for you, Ward. Trying. Thank you. You're welcome. Ward Ward put his Christmas tree up the day after the fourth of July. That's what he did it. I know he did it. He did it on Halloween. Halloween, but Mm -hmm. um, anyways, Christmas is coming, and I just thought that was really, really cool about Iowa. And it uh, is. It's it's a neat deal. And I do want to say one thing. Probably shouldn't, but hey, if you know someone in need, especially with children, please reach out and help them. Well, and. That's why we are heavily involved in the uh, Toys for Tots campaign. I know. I went by there yesterday, yeah. and I looked at the truck. So, people, please stop by. Fill it up. We, let's fill it up. Um, so, yeah. That's there all go. I got today. All right, Steph, thanks. I mean, we're not even going to poke fun of you. You were kind of sincere. And I, I know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like this side of you. Get out. <laughs> you have to be nice to me till the 30th. It's my birthday month, remember? The birth month. Ward is not even saying anything. He's just rolling his eyes at me. Well, well let me let me respond on behalf of all of us. No, no, we don't. Okay, I guess my right. niceness is over. Yeah, to it's me. it's 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 gone. See ya. All right, Mike. All right, and don't come in here with all that stuff next next time. Come in here and I'll go look for like pigeon racing, you know, frog or something. jumping, or something. Okay, I don't know. All right, eight twenty eight. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward Ryan. Appreciate you being with us here this morning. And uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And Alan Samuels, uh, man, what a place to shop for for great uh, great deals such as the Ram truck. You could say big during the Black Friday sales event with incredible deals on the new 2022 Ram truck designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. Shop the award-winning dealership. Ted Teague and his staff, award-winning dealership for new vehicles, award-winning dealership for a great selection of pre-owned vehicles, and, of course, their outstanding service department, all right there at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. You can check them out online at allensamuelsdcj.com. That's allensamuelsdcj.com. 
dcj.com. And don't forget, if you got a question, call Ted. He'd love to visit with you, 254-772-1000, 254-772-1000. Alan Samuels, the, uh, your friend in the car business. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is a highly listened to program. Matt Mosley, asking the tough questions. Is Barry Gibb a BG? Aaron, are you with me? Matt Mosley, giving the hottest takes. I love a good heifer show, and I like a turkey and broiler show. I'll put a little pimento cheese on there, and that takes it to another level. The Matt Mosley Show. You guys might have recognized my voice there. Weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. Heart of Texas Shooting Center, Waco's premier indoor firing range is open. The state-of-the-art indoor firing range is climate-controlled and open to the public seven days a week. Bring your own firearm or rent one on site. Experienced and knowledgeable instructors are on site to help you get the most out of your shooting experience. For more information, call 254-492-8300 or log on to hotshootingcenter.com. Located at 5040 South Loop 340 in Waco. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash texasortho. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. L.J. Cryer poured in 20 points to lead Baylor to a 95-62 home win over Northern Colorado. The Bears are off to a 3-0 start and travel to Las Vegas for the Continental Tire main event Friday and Sunday. The Baylor women are on the court tonight at the Farrell Center hosting SMU. Tip-off is 7 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. There's also basketball at the Highlands Gym as the 17th-ranked MCC High Lassies entertain Panola. That game gets underway at 5.30. In the NBA last night, the Clippers beat the Rockets 122-106, and the Spurs lost to Golden State 132-95. Washington beat Philadelphia 32-21 on Monday Night Football. That's the Eagles' first loss of the year, but they still have the best record in the NFL, but now tied with Minnesota at 8-1. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. 834, this is game time. Don't forget, coming up at 3 o'clock this afternoon, John will be here. 4 o'clock, it'll be Matt Mosley. As we roll through this Tuesday, I, I, I think I know the answer to this question, but it's going to be fun to ask. Ward, are you going to watch the college football playoff selection show tonight? I it will be on at some point, but I don't. I will not lock into it. No, I don't even watch it. I mean, you know, hey, look, all of your, all of your, um, you know, things on your phone will, you know, will start going crazy once they make the announcement. Here, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the athletic, you know, I, it'll be on while I'm working on my boards, but I, I won't, I will not be locked in. Oh, he's he's a slacker. He's working on his boards. Ryan and I are through with our boards. Done. Finished. Yeah, mine are a little more detailed. Somewhat. Somewhat. All, it, all it is is <laughs> fill in the blank. You got a sports information director doing all the work for you. Yeah, no, I don't. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. All right, here's one projection for you. Tell me what you think. And this is from CBSSports.com, by the way. Hey, let's see if I got it. Here we go. Uh, one semifinal game has – well, I can get to it. Well, I can find it here. Hang on. Uh, looking, looking. A one semifinal, the Peach Bowl, has Georgia and Tennessee. That's one versus four. And the two versus three game is the uh, Fiesta Bowl. And that is Ohio State and TCU. Fair? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Yes, no, maybe. <laughs> who who really, I mean, how they set them up, well, it doesn't really matter. And you know what? That's a great point. If, if you're going to win it, you got to beat them all anyway. That's right. So, but if they give you, if they give Georgia the easiest path, then that gets them to the game anyway. So okay, but I mean, how is how is that the easiest? I, mean, I get I what know. you're saying. I get what you're saying. How, what's the difference between four and three? I don't know. Yeah, how, how, because they don't play each other, so right. there's not a head to head. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Uh, Rose Bowl, Michigan and USC, Cotton Bowl, Washington and UCF. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sugar has LSU and Kansas State. Kansas State obviously being the Big 12 champion since or representing the championship since TCU would be in the in, in the tournament. CBF. Yeah. And then Clemson and Alabama. Now this one has Baylor if you're just 
wondering. This one has Baylor going to the Cheese at Bowl in Orlando. I think that's December the 29th. Okay. Heck of a trip. I've, uh, seen, I, them, I've seen them in the Cheese it Bowl. I've seen, I've them, seen everywhere. them in the Alamo Bowl. Mm-hmm. I've seen them in the Armed Texas Forces Bowl. bowl. Mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen them in the Texas Bowl. I mean, there's like nine different scenarios for the Baylor Bears right now. Right, and I've seen them in the and I've seen them in Memphis uh, in the Liberty yeah, Bowl. That's right. Yeah. In, in fact, there's one right now. I I think Sports Illustrated has them in the in the Liberty Bowl in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm good with either one of them. <laughs> I mean, how could it be? It just that just tells me that each one of these is just opinionated and throwing darts at a board right well, now. Well, that's what that's what it is, and here's why. First of all, it, it's all predicated. You know, you you they, there's a pecking order for the for the bowl games. Mm-hmm. And look, the Sugar Bowl is number one for the Big Twelve. Big Twelve champion goes to the Sugar Bowl unless they are in the playoff. So, with that in mind, right now you have TCU in the playoff. If for some reason TCU wins the conference and does not land in the playoff, let's say they lose in the conference championship game well no that would still yeah that would that would that, would, uh, that they, if they lose in the conference championship game i think they automatically they're, they're not that uh, it would be kansas state going to the to, sugar bowl if, if it's kansas state that they play i mean again it's not set in stone but right now it's it's the the path looks like it's tcu mm-hmm. and kansas state uh playing for the conference championship at at&t uh, and the winner of that game would go to the Cotton Bowl unless TCU wins and goes undefeated and ends up in the college football playoff. Then Kansas State would elevate to the Alamo Bowl, uh, the uh, Sugar Bowl, rather, and everybody would move up. So we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. But uh, look, they're going bowling in, in this team. You can go, and, and that's what we were talking about earlier. There's a ton to play for. It, you could go nine and four, or you can go six and seven. Mm-hmm. Where do you want? I mean, if as a player, where are you gonna? Where are you directing this team? The coaches can do so much, but ultimately the game is played by the players. Where are you going with this football team? It's a great question. I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I think you have to. This team's been a mystery all year. Yeah, I I think you have to try to maybe tap the brakes a little bit and step back and reevaluate at this point. Uh, after what happened on Saturday, it's sometimes you when you have that type of loss, maybe the best thing for your season. I know it's late in the season, but you can reevaluate a lot in a loss like that. So. I think you reevaluate and you kind of hit the reset button and say, hey, look, we need to make a strong push to the end of the season if if we want anything to happen. Now, look, it's not going to be easy. They've got TCU this weekend. That's going to be a difficult task. I know it's in your stadium, but, you know, TCU. So it was last Saturday. Yeah. TCU's got a lot to play for. You've got a lot to play for. So, you know, how how do you react? How do you, how do you get up off the mat after last week? Don't let a team beat you twice is something that – that I've always used and you know you can you can go in there feeling sorry for yourself and and sitting back TCU's not going to feel sorry for you so you you better come off the mat. Well and then, uh, and then they've the got then they've got Texas mm-hmm. in Austin. And again, there's a lot on the line for both teams in that ball game. And it's a showcase football game. 
It's on Friday at, at 11 a.m. The day mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's a lot of contributing factors to that football game. So you know, you've got a couple of weeks here. You can either make a statement or you can go up and smoke. And then you have the bowl game. Again, you're sitting here at 6-4, and four, and you can go 6-7, and seven, or you can go 9-4, and four, or somewhere in between. You talk about circle the wagon. How do you respond? How do you respond? And again, I, I, I'm not going to begin to tell you how they respond because every time you think you got this team figured out a little bit, you don't. And again, I'm not saying, hey, look, they got beat by Kansas State, and, and that's the end of the world. It, it wasn't. They got beat by a really good football team, mm-hmm. a really good football team. It was the manner in which they got beat. You will never make me believe on a, a Baylor at their best, Kansas State at their best, that Kansas State's a 28-point. They're 28 points better than Baylor. You'll never make me believe that. But on Saturday night, they were. And mm-hmm. the question is why? With so much on the line. You were still playing for an opportunity to get to AT&T Stadium. How in the, and you were at home with a sellout crowd and all that stuff. How did that happen? Why yeah, did that happen? Yeah, and that's what's perplexing to this coaching staff. I don't, I don't think there's any question about it. And they got to kind of, somehow they got to figure this out. And you were talking about regrouping. You're talking about regrouping in week 10 well, you or have week to. 11? I mean, again, you I have don't. to. Well, you have no choice. Loss, after a loss like that. Right. I mean, you, you've got to you know, put it behind you. And that's part of regrouping. It's not just, hey, we start from scratch. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But you've got to take that one, wad it up, throw it in the trash can, and forget about it. Because you let it linger into kickoff on Saturday, you're going to be in trouble. But you do have to take from that game – some of the lessons and, and, and figure them out because nah, it, it, I mean I, yeah. I totally disagree with you. yes you do I don't think so I, you do because if you don't it will happen again I, I think you forget about it and say look we had a bad game go back to what we do and what we do best and move forward if you linger on it it, it comes back and bites you you still got to know why you had a bad game with so much on the line nah, I think you forget about it I think that's one you throw in the trash can well Everybody's got their own opinion, uh, and, and I appreciate yours, wrong as it is. No, mine's right. <laughs> no, mine's correct. Uh, 8.44, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Second down and goal with the one and a half. Only heard here. Play action fake. Prescott's going to throw it in the end zone. All season. To Peyton Henderson on National Tight End Day. <laughs> Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. Live from U.S. Bank Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys Vikings Sunday at 2 on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. The next time you need new tires for your vehicle or any type of trailer, remember 185 Tire and Service. They sell brands of tires including Toyo, and they have tires for your biggest trucks as well. Their air is always free, but if it keeps leaking, they can fix it. Owner Craig Davidson is an 82nd Airborne veteran and a 1983 Crawford graduate. General Manager Casey Bennett is a 2008 Crawford graduate. 185 Tire and Service. You can find them at the crossroads of Highway 6 and 185 across from 711. 254-848-8473. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. 
Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. It's fall. Pumpkin spice is everywhere and football is back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs, from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today. 972-771-8051. That's 972-771-8051. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. When it's time for your new car, truck, or SUV, BK Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class. The Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. BK Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at BK Ford. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. LJ Cryer poured in 20 points to lead Baylor to a 95-62 home win over Northern Colorado. The Bears are off to a 3-0 start and travel to Las Vegas for the Continental Tire main event Friday and Sunday. The Baylor women are on the court tonight at the Farrell Center hosting SMU. Tip-off is 7 o'clock and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. There's also basketball at the Highlands Gym as the 17th-ranked MCC High Lassies entertain Panola. That game gets underway at 5.30. In the NBA last night, the Clippers beat the Rockets 122-106, and the Spurs lost to Golden State 132-95. Washington beat Philadelphia 32-21 on Monday Night Football. That's the Eagles' first loss of the year, but they still have the best record in the NFL, but now tied with Minnesota at 8-1. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. Ah! Ah! 
All right, uh, 849, we're 11 away from 9 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's go to our CNC Collision Center text line. We're just going to go down the list here real quick. All right, Ward, here's one for you uh, from the 254. Baylor's four losses, three of the four losses were against ranked teams. Okay. Okay. But if you're going to play in this league, you're going to play ranked teams. I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. Probably this so. Is, this is a good conference, and these guys are going to be good, and they were good last year. They were they, You played ranked teams last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to find a way at the end of the day. That's, you know, if you're going to get to where you want to go, you got to find a way. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we'll go here. Just I'm going right down the list, and I haven't, I haven't previewed these. This is probably not the smartest thing we've ever done. Uh, the uh, CFP show tonight means diddly over squat. My projection of the – SEC getting four teams in because all four checks clear is just as meaningful. <laughs> I don't disagree. Uh, four SEC teams in. There you go. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, a couple of NFL. Let's uh, let's see. Hang on. I'm just going right down the list. Tell me when we have to stop, wow, Ryan. Uh, hang on. We got to get back to the top here. Uh the, a couple NFL notes here. Washington had something to do with those uh, those turnovers. What you were talking yeah, about, Phillies. Phillies turnover. I agree. I mean, they just didn't give them the game. They Washington played well, but was was uh, was Philadelphia? Well, you've seen Philadelphia two or three times. Were they was was their engine running? I mean, were they? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I think it was running. They just they they just did not. They couldn't get off the field defensively, and that that was the problem. I mean, Washington held the ball for forty minutes of the ball game, over forty minutes of the ball game. You, you let a team do that to you and limit your possessions, you're going to be in trouble when you turn the ball over four times. And agreed, Washington had something to do with that, but still, you got to find a way to get off the field. And and, and I don't care what level you're playing. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, we talk about it all the time at every level: mm-hmm. high school, college, mm-hmm. NFL. If if you lose time of possession, that means you're not getting off the field. That mm-hmm. means you're putting your your your, your you're defi- putting your defense on a strain. Yeah, they are wore out because they can't get off the field. That's and right. when it gets to the fourth quarter, look out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a great question. This is a great question. You could talk about the NFC being tough, and the, and Dallas will probably be a playoff team. But can the Cowboys beat any of the division champs in December on the road? Well, no. We're, we're going to we're going to get a preview on Sunday when the Cowboys play the Minnesota Vikings because the Vikings will win the NFC Central. They probably have already won it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they have run away with that division, but they're they're going to play the Vikings on Sunday uh, on the road. You're going to get a preview of what the Cowboys will look like, you know, and what the Vikings will look like. You're going to get a preview of that, uh, and you're going to find out what this team is about. Could they beat Tampa Bay on the road? I, I don't think they win a playoff game. Well, maybe they don't. I mean, they're they're pretty good at, at doing that. That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, history has a way of repeating itself sometimes. Yeah, I mean, if they matched up with the Vikings on the road, what do you think? If they matched up with Tampa Bay on the road, what do you think? If they matched up with, I mean, the, Tampa Bay's not playing very good right now. No. So, I mean, I, I I would take my chances with Tampa Bay before I would Minnesota. Seattle. Mm, Seattle's getting six better. and four. I bet they're getting better. Does San Francisco catch Seattle? Maybe. I mean, Jimmy G, baby. <laughs> I, I 
I think San Francisco is a pretty good football team. They they picked up a running back. I forget his name, but he's not bad. Where's number twenty three? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big time acquisition for for that program. I, again, I I just I don't have. It maybe it's me. I, I just don't have enough confidence in Dak Prescott to win you a playoff game. I agree. I, I mean, I agree. And I know there's – and we could sit here for six hours debating on whether or not he's an elite quarterback. I, you will not make me believe he is. No, I don't I don't think he is. I, I, I look – for me, I look at the at those hidden yards uh, that, that you don't see. I mean, you look at the numbers, okay, he was 18 to 23, whatever, blah, 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 blah. What about the ones where the receivers are stopping? And well, catching the football because of an errant throw, and then they're getting tackled immediately. And throw them open. Yeah. It, he doesn't you, do he, that. He does not do that. But the other thing is, at some point, you have to be a type of quarterback that wills your team to a win, mm-hmm. which he could have done on Sunday, but he didn't. And he's not the type of quarterback that can will their team to a win. On the other side, Aaron Rodgers did that. He just did. I know it was a running game, but he was he was smart enough to, you know, he 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 kind of is that type of leader. Dak Prescott is not. Sorry. You, you can't do it until you do it. That's right. I mean, that's just the bottom line. You can talk about, hey, he's this, he's that, he's this, he's that. You know, uh, what if they'd have kicked a field goal? You know, uh, you know all, it, it, it doesn't look, matter. There, there's, you do, certain, there's certain – Things that you cannot teach that are just embedded into somebody, and I, I, there are certain quarterbacks out there that that can will their team to a win, and you know Troy Aikman could do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Tony, I wasn't a big Tony Romo fan, but he could do it at some point. I, Dak Prescott, but they, I don't think we've ever seen it out of him ever. Uh, Tony Romo, they didn't win a bunch of the the big games. Now, no, they didn't. They, no, they did didn't, not but, win the big ones. No, I and I. That's why I said I was not a big Tony Romo fan. But you could see him will his team to a win in certain yeah. count, in, not playoffs, but but certain games. And so, but I Dak Prescott just does not do that. He's right. not an elite quarterback. And speaking of, don't forget now this Sunday, Cowboys Vikings on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Uh, that'll be coming up Sunday at 2 o'clock. Hey, we got to get out of here. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas.